0: Welcome to 2022 Um, This is indeed the final part Of our Christmas trilogy With the wonderful Mark DeVito Um, Here we pick up on um a little bit of the touring around europe but more importantly we tie everything else up that we've spoken to uh that we've spoken about before and we get into the nuts and bolts of mark re-enter- re-entering the metallica universe all these years later coming up on the 40th anniversary so without further ado our final chat with mark We have actually been chatting for a good half an hour already. So, let you know, I'm just putting it out there because I firmly believe in on, honesty with my listeners. Um, oh, yes. But it's been a good few weeks since um, since we spoke last. And yes. um, uh, we, we, we both kind of admitted that we weren't sure where we left off.
1: <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this
0: is very um, true. But um, you you were you're about to broach the subject of the fan club and um, the certificate for, was it a flyer in the live binge and purge box set that kind of. Yeah, it was
1: at the, at the very end of a program that they had in in a booklet that was part of the set and literally a small little tiny one inch uh, paragraph that pretty much said, send in a self-addressed stamp envelope for information about our fan club uh yeah. that we're starting uh i think that uh, tony smith when I, I sat with tony smith and uh was the tour manager at the time or the road manager personal manager uh for metallica at the time uh and with jason newstead we sat and talked about this fan club and that they had received over 1200 responses the day I think two days after the release of this box. So that meant at least 1200 people went through this entire box from beginning to end, the booklet from beginning to end, and found this little blurb that day after buying it and scrawled out a a, a self-addressed stamped envelope and uh, sent in their reply card. So he knew that they were at the beginning of something big. So they really wanted to hit the ground running. And we started talking about designs. And uh, I had thrown some ideas together and and uh, we, you know, over the table, uh, we kind of, you know, hammered out a little bit of what they were looking for. And uh, anyway, we came up with a couple designs, ran them by the band and in the next couple weeks, you know, they were printing up T-shirts for to give out to these fan club members. And it was, oh. it, I mean, I, and they sent me since I was working with them and I guess I was one of the first people that they said, well, we're going to sign up a couple of, you know, the people that work for the band. And one of them was me and he's, they sent me my card and I, I still have my membership card. It's number 30. So, <laughs> you know, I can put that uh, as far as a small claim to fame, but I'm number 30 in the Metallica fan club.
0: Uh, but- so does Does that, does that signify like how close you are to the band? You know, so like, you know, james's wife is like number one uh, and, uh, and you know <laughs> wow. you, 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 you you know you bet you back off and you're like you're 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 in the top 30 bro you made the top 30
1: made the top 30 uh don't know how i feel about being put in the same <laughs> sense as H- hetfield's wife yeah. after that uh prison comment we discussed earlier uh, but yeah um no i i mean Whatever I, for me, my whole career has been right place, right time, and with no foresight or, or, or uh, plot or plan. Just everything just kind of happens. I fall ass over tea kettle into opportunity, and
0: right. And, I'm calling I'm fine with that. Uh, no, no, I'm calling. I'm calling bullshit on that. I'm not going to oh. let you. I'm not going to let you race on past this
1: early uh, in the program. Calling yeah. bullshit. Where's <laughs> the buzzer, man? The, <sighs>
0: Uh, no no uh, purely because um i you know uh, when anyone ever says that it's usually somebody who has you know achieved a, a, a you know whatever level of success in an area that 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 they have wanted to be successful in and rather than like being lucky, I think it's a case of you make your own luck that's all i'm saying Yes. okay you you and you the definition of luck.
1: success varies from person to person.
0: yeah absolutely absolutely and you know you know what they you know it's just it's that convergence of you know opportunity opportunity meets you know whatever um right place right time but ultimately you know you don't end up doing what you were doing with who you were doing it with 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 you know by accident it's there's you know they've they wanted you to be there okay
1: well that may be so. Yeah. I mean, but there is a little bit of, of uh, right place, right time because sure, sure. I was, I didn't call the meeting. They didn't call the meeting. We just happened to be all in the same room at the time when all these facts were coming down, but yeah, but sure. There was probably a little bit of a pre-discussion, but anyway. Uh, so we, we start rolling really well. And then the next thing I know, you know, I mean, it, it gets, it, it, it's well-received the designs. The club is hugely well-received. I mean, They have a fan club newsletter, uh, which is a magazine. uh, And then we start, uh, they they had some kind of uh, memorabilia thing, this thing called the fan can uh, that uh, I believe the Japanese uh, uh, record label had done for them at the beginning or middle of the black album. So this was something that they wanted to continue on with the fan can uh, for their fan club. So an exclusive like painter's can that's filled with, t-shirts and uh videotapes and rain ponchos and bottle opener keychains and such uh so we would start designing those kind of things anyway i i I had a really good transitional run after doing some crew shirts for for the band uh and since they were taking somewhat of a hiatus from touring really at that point that in-between point at the end of the black album and they're really starting to go in uh in other directions and which took them quite a bit of time from the black album into the, uh, the next few album cycles. They did several tours, but there was really just this kind of, okay, what's next? Uh, In fact, that became one of the t-shirt designs I did. It was like they, they had, they did a cover of, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Animal is a singer. Uh, uh, He did uh, what's, what's next uh so what the song so all ah, right yes it did a cover of that uh, god i can't remember the name of the band uh animal
0: angelica starts no am i wrong it's
1: not sham 69 either it was uh, uh
0: and there's people kind of a
1: long-haired guy with sunglasses there's, the, there's, pe- there's and, people
0: all around the world shouting at yeah at, at whatever they're listening this on going for fuck's sake <laughs>
1: And I I always do this. I have a old age, a old age brain, or I you know I drop out to keep it a bit of in detail. Uh, anyway, so we were doing. I did a shirt that said "So what," and then just drew a, an apostrophe s next question mark, uh, and that was uh, the front of a t shirt for them. And uh, we just kept you know, banging out, doing different designs and having some fun with it, kind of keeping that same kind of lighthearted, laughing at ourselves uh, uh, perspective, as far as the artwork that I I was able to do for them. And uh, I don't know where I was going with this, but (laughs) uh, yeah. And then I got invited to, uh, you know, the load sessions and I would go over to the studio uh, mostly for at the end, the rap parties, after they have gotten everything pretty much in the can and they play it back for the press. And I'd filter in and sit there and talk with them and and try to get some perspective on, on anything that they might be interested in doing as, uh graphically for the for the next couple cycles. And that's really when I got to know Jason, I think, pretty much uh, the the, be- the best. Um uh, the, the band was getting larger and it was getting harder and harder to get conversation direct with who Lars was my main point of contact uh throughout the years uh, for working for those guys and at that point he was getting busier and busier with press and obviously this band is turning into the you know this large machine that was just chugging along that people have talked about Um, and I felt as as a fan but also somebody that was kind of being employed here and there to do some designs i i really i felt the the space increasing between the access that i enjoyed with with the band uh to be able to get the ideas and the designs that i was coming up with it was becoming harder and harder and uh you know uh I took it personally and that and that was the wrong thing to do. And I've since grown and matured a little bit uh, (laughs) from there. But there were times that I mean, I, I had a penchant for for drinking and, uh, and Lars was never one to mince words. So (laughs) there would be after show parties where you know, after a couple bottles of Jägermeister and a bunch of Sapporos, you know, I, I find myself standing on a folding chair, pointing at my ass, telling them, please stop fucking me over. Uh, <laughs> and it, uh, you know, and to be escorted out of a backstage party for being too inebriated by the drummer of Metallica. I, I, oh, I, can, I can credit myself for that embarrassment, but uh, I'll, I'll wear it as a small a small badge of honor, maybe.
0: Right uh, dude, I, I I I feel for you because I just I just kind of visualized that that yeah. and um, yeah. Well, like and and uh, fair play to you for um, you know, for for uh, coming out and you know sharing that with uh. With oh everyone. sure.
1: Well, my wife reminds me that that was one of our first dates as I took her to Metallica. Oh and no. To get completely obliterated, drunk, have it out with Lars in a very public <laughs> forum. Uh, and uh, anyway, so she drove home that night, which was, I thought, <laughs> that, that saved me. Uh, but yeah, I mean, from there, it was kind of, you know, I'm a fan, but I started getting taken, getting ticked off and, you know, not understanding this ever evolving, yeah. growing, demanding yeah. world that these guys were part of. And I'm so far in the periphery watching as the satellite kind of going, can I land? I
0: want to, I want to come aboard for a little bit. What, what you were, what you were feeling is what is what those of us who got into the band on kill all and ride the lightning. And, uh, 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 and then all of a sudden they do a video and then they're huge. And all of us are feeling exactly how you felt there, which is hang on, hang, hang on. This is my band. Why does everybody else know about them all of a sudden?
1: Yeah, I mean there was that. I I, I loved it because it was you know there were more and more people coming, but the it, and it wasn't necessarily the fans were getting the, the fan base was increasing. That that I, I you know in all honesty I was I I saw them on the Kill 'Em All tour and granted I was late to that game in perspective, in, in, in in relation to the, the guys and people that I grew up with that saw them the minute they came from LA, maybe a couple of them even went down to LA and saw them in those early, you know, so I, I was two years late to the game, so to speak. Uh, uh, and even so I, you know, the more, the merrier to pile them on board that, that I, I, I didn't really have, I, you know, I, you're sharing something with other people. You want them to be respectful and all that. But yeah. then to see, like, maybe my impression was they're trying to grab everybody by not necessarily uh, widening the scope of their repertoire, but maybe just kind of like we're a rock band, we're not a metal band. Wait a minute, you know, this, where. Yeah. We originally, every kid in the audience was as well dressed, or maybe even a little slightly better dressed than the guys on stage playing the music. They yeah. were us; we were them. That kind of feeling. Suddenly, you know, the, you know, they're, they're getting a little higher on the stage and a little bit more press, and and yeah. Uh, yeah. well, there's a, there's a
0: there's a famous there's a famous UK um, uh, documentary. Um, on metal in general where Lars refuses to say thrash metal oh it's like he kind of dances around it and it's like so I I know I know what because that sprung to mind as soon as you were talking uh, when you were talking about that I was like yeah that's that's where that's where I kind of got that feeling kind of like whoa hey come on dude don't, don't forget your roots You know, yes, exactly. You you are. You you opened the door for every single thrash metal band there is. Don't go saying you're not thrash metal now. Don't
1: don't turn your back and and discount it either. I mean, in a way, it almost felt like, yeah, well, that was, you know, uh, I think there was a when the Black album came out. They wanted to do away with what they called, uh, I guess, uh, your typical, you know, The graphics on the on the album cover that you know that was stereotypical (laughs) metal, and that we were breaking away from that, and it was like, and they and they understand graphics aren't so important to the what's inside the music, but the pictures you painted with that music pretty much reflect the album covers,
0: and Uh, and and instead you went black. Instead, they went they went full on Spinal Tap. They went full. Spinal yes. Tap to the extent that in one of their own home videos, you have yes. Spinal Tap ridiculing Metallica about their yes. album cover. Yes and, yes, and that has got to be the greatest three, well, one eighty in history. That really has.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, and and maybe that almost. I I mean, that's the precursor to some kind of monster, which I felt. You know in all in all honesty is like remember look back at yourself if you take yourself too seriously you're going to crash and burn yeah. um and and to to take you know maybe take some pokes at yourself every once in a while just to you know come back down to earth with the rest of us because you know
0: yeah anyway. and and famously as well yeah you know, don't don't believe the hype don't believe everything that you hear you know right as 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 a, uh, it's a great phrase, and I can't yes. remember the first time I heard it. But you know, probably we we, enemy. we we all we all get up in the morning. We all put you know, you will put your 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 pants, your yeah. trousers on one leg at a time. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Doesn't matter if you're multi-platinum, number one around the globe. No yeah. one's going to put your fucking trousers on for you. You right. know, so yeah, even if all...
1: they are red leather with fringe. Uh, 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 yeah, I mean... yeah. <laughs> You can pay somebody enough money to do that. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, there was. I, so, I, I, so literally it,
0: the Black Album is literally, sorry to cut across you there. That, no, um, no, please. The, the Black Album is literally um, graphically. That, that's, that is kind of like the end of the line, isn't it? Because it's just it, kind of like, well, yeah, I'm literally, I've got nothing for you here, guys. Nothing. Right. You want it, all Black, then you know, go ahead. Anyone can do that
1: absolutely yeah and it was and i admired it in the idea that it was like okay well just when you think you can put us in a box fuck you we're, we're going the other direction you know i liked that but did that translate universally i think a lot of people got left somewhat you know not yeah the black album is that cuspy kind of record where if you had gone from and justice for all say to load, you know, you could, you could probably would have stripped your gears pretty hard. And that, and that might've been the tail end the last time you heard about Metallica.
0: Well, don't, so, don't, don't get me started on jumps, bet- on jumps between albums between Metallica. Cause I think the biggest jump of all is, is um, kill them all ride the lightning.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's probably that, because that, of Cliff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that and that. But that's I mean, that is night and fucking day. That first, oh, al- that first album is fast. James is shrieking. It's a lot of motorhead influence. You, and you can hear all the influences possibly yeah. for, the, for the last time because they True. still haven't fully realized their sound yet. Then you get Ride the Lightning pro- production wise, songwriting, everything is like yeah. a new band absolutely
1: and with the same components of you you went from a mark whitaker who produced kill them all right mark Mm -hmm. whitaker was a local guy brilliant had a beat on that kind of punkier edge of what was being played at the time i'm not going to classify it it's thrash but you know it, it had that punkier edge he was a brilliant uh producer for that sound to go to fleming but also that Cliff was working off of prearranged material that was all written by Lars, Lars and James. Yeah. And ride the lightning is more of like, this is, it should have, you know, I'm sure his orchestration, his, his music theory based knowledge pushed, you know, the Hetfield Ulrich Lennon McCartney, into a new stratosphere which is yeah and and it it is it's a it's a it is a huge jump but it's a a jump in the progression whereas I see you know almost like they were on that trajectory everyone saw that trajectory and the natural progressions or the jumps were a lot more easy to handle going from you know you know uh, garage thrash to produced or straighted thrash to yeah. you know, getting up, to go to, you know, low, but I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't go <laughs> uh, but in a different, in a different, I, dra- yeah. you know, country I know, I songs know on, on load and things like that. Yeah. So uh, those, those kind of jumps, that's what I, I was talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Killing but all, all right,
0: but ride. but also we we we're, we're dodging about all over the place. And that's oh, that's yeah, entirely no. It's entirely my fault. reel um, me in. Oh no, real me in. I'm a, well, what I was going to say was on the line. okay. Well, let's go. Let's go back, and uh, I, I I don't want you to like live through the embarrassment again. Okay, so you've oh I'm fine. You've you. been thrown. You've been thrown out of the backstage party with Lars. Yes. Was was that was that the was that a kind of full stop on your um your working with the band at that time?
1: Surprisingly not. Uh, I think Lars had some sort of like, you know, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to chalk this one up to, uh, 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 and this is, this is totally just from my very distant perspective, I, I think he wanted, I think he was forgiving on those things, because I think also, you know, in a grander scale, they were dealing with structures and parameters that no one told them would happen, Uh, you know, from like, I'm going to hire my buddy to be my roadie because we grew up together. Yeah. To like, you're going to be interviewing, you know, lighting designers and things like that. I mean, things that. Yeah i think i was watching some interview and they were talking about that you know is the older you get you are that same person of the age that you were when you were 12 and 16 you you just bring those along and i think uh, for a lot of my life too i felt like maybe my needle got stuck around you know 14 15 years old i'm impulsive like a kid uh and, and, and I think it helps me, but it also gets me in a little bit of trouble. And I think Lars I can identify kind of, with that? <laughs> yeah, and I think at that time, yeah, I think uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully most of us can. but Lars, I think was very patient with me on that level because he saw that it, I mean I, I always tried to be as respectful as possible. You know, I knew the crew, the crew guys work harder than anybody. Uh, so I always wanted to design crew shirts because th- I, I, I wanted to give stuff back to the, the crew. The crew guys were the, you know, I'm not going to make something that every kid's going to wear on, you know, and be, that, that was Pusshead's job. My yeah. job was I want to stoke out the, the crew guys. And if, you know, people like it and it's a, in tune with the band, then that's a good thing. Anyway, so I, I think he saw that I was, trying to find my way in this new web that he was, you know, driving with the management and everything like that. And I think that the machine was getting big to the point where he was starting to see me as, as I'm sure a bunch of other people trying to keep up, trying to keep up with the demand, trying to keep up with, uh, you know, these professional parameters that you're supposed to jump through. Um, not like it was a taskmaster thing, but things got serious, you know. And my my line of business is be a smart ass and draw goofy pictures so that we can laugh at each other and, and have some fun. And uh it's not about making money or, or or any of that. It's just how much silly shit can you get out there. And I think that's where the rubber kind of hit the road for me because I was working for now a serious organization we needed to get you know uh i needed to take things in a in a business perspective not a personal business and yeah. for, and i think we talked about this with the motorhead stuff it's so personal and i feel like i've 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 straddled this line of fan and and maybe somewhat of an employee and how do you maintain not only what you feel is the right design for the right reasons for the, for the fan in me, but also to appeal to a business and I felt constricted, I think a little bit. Uh, Yeah. Not creatively as much, but that I had to really go through a lot more hoops, a lot less fun hoops just to get some designs through. And then it became, I'm working for, for some money instead of I'm working for this band that I love and admire yeah. respect and I and I still admire respect the hell out of them it was just that and I I think that <clears throat> came out in my in my drunken voice that night on that chair was I, I was blaming them personally for me having to go yeah. through these hoops that they had said that somehow involved in setting up yeah. They had no idea what anything was going on as far as being paid or any of that stuff. I'm yeah. sure. I mean, yeah. and it's so far removed and from getting phone calls from Lars, Hey, why don't you come out to the show? Show me some designs. We'll sit, we'll drink, we'll have some fun. And and, and we'll, we'll come up with some shirt designs too. Our manager will call you and their assistant will get in touch and that, you know, and yeah. uh, so the, the the waters were getting very diluted, and I and I took it personally, and I was kind of being a little shit about it. And it's, you know, all right, so what? Uh, you know, I'm 15 you, years old. What do I know? But okay. but but of course you. <laughs> trapped I mean, in a 27 year old body.
0: <laughs> so you so so around the time of load, you still you you're still kind of like you know you're still yeah. there. Um yeah. So when did? you know, when, when did you finally kind of think, right, I'm kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not needed as it were.
1: Um, and, and this is, again, it's funny because you said that was, that was not only not the last time that I worked for Metallica or something that, 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 that instance broke the chain. I was afforded yet again, another opportunity to do exactly the same thing in, in a different setting. So I, in my personal life, my wife has been battling some medical conditions for quite a long time. And it it, it was and I moved down to Santa Cruz to be with her to help her recoup, not to take a sidestep, but it 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 precurses what I'm gonna say about um the, the situation that happened. So I, I was down in 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 this town called santa cruz helping her recoup we had no money you know i'm working in a a, a little job in this little art store making five dollars an hour uh and we the money was just pouring out of us and i get a call to hey we're we're going to be doing this new record lars thought it might be interesting to see what your take is on our logo right so i'm like uh okay yeah sure oh my god not you know and then the fan in me you know is like you idiot stay away from the logo that's like a holy you know object you know it's like that's a uh, you know, don't don't mess with success yeah. uh, but you get asked so anyway i i spent you know every waking hour Drawing sketch after sketch after sketch. They're in the studio. I have to fax these things, and I, and and I don't I don't have two nickels to rub together. So I'm running down to. What they used to have a copy center. It was the only place in town that had a, a fax machine. So I would fax over pages and pages and pages of, of these illustrations that I had done of their logo, looking like Aerosmith, looking you know with bones all all these different things probably 30 or 35 iterations of their logo at least and sent off into the ether to sit come out of the other end in some studio
0: and
1: i don't know from what and all i get is every once in a while call saying hey send some more designs he he wants to see more he wants to see more so (laughs) i'm on this path and you know and i'm like oh my god if i could if i get to design the logo for metallica for it, i'm sure it's just be for one record or whatever but it's it's going to be a nice chunk of change and and get me closer with the band to do more stuff and here it was i thought this was like kind of like lars wants you to do this and i'm like okay that's the connection i was looking for again you know and i felt like things had been rekindled um and so I'm sending all these things off and nothing. And, uh, you know, I'll send a few more, send a few more. Are we getting closer? Do you, you know, I know the album's going to be coming out eventually yeah. pretty soon here. So album artwork, uh, logos, come on. So uh, I get this call and they said, look, you know, why don't you bring your sketches up and you can sit and talk with Lars at the, at the, their." just finished uh the last couple recording dates of uh, or, or mixing to get the album ready to send off and then we're going to be d- talking about the album cover and things like that so i'm thinking all right this is my shot so take a couple days off jump uh, in which, the part, al- which
0: right? album is this by the way which album this, is is
1: this is this is load right okay so this is just before load had come out uh, they were doing this big rap party, or not rap party, uh, a big press, you know, playing three or four of the songs for the press with no song titles, you know, and just uh, so they said, "Look, we'll, we're going to fold you into that group. You can come in, and then when they're done with press, you can sit with Lars and and hammer out the the logo." Awesome. I, I got a date. I'm 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 there. I go and and I sit down and I wait and I wait. And I get, you know, I get there right you know, at 10 a.m. And, and seven o'clock, 7 p.m. rolls around. All the press have come and gone. And I'm I, Tony Smith comes in every hour. Sorry, Mark, he's, he's, he's just finishing up. He's just finishing up. And then he walks in and he goes, he's, he's left for the night.
0: Oh, man.
1: And I'm like, okay. And he goes, look, he's having a party up at his house. Why don't you come on up? we'll sit and talk, we'll get him in a in in the, in the right headspace and we'll so I one last ditch effort and you know my wife's calling me she's not doing well. I got to get back down to Santa Cruz. Part of my life is falling apart Another anyway, I go up there and it's a very fancy, you know, meal, uh everyone's drinking, you know, really top quality beverages and I haven't eaten anything all day because I could at any minute if I walked away I would have missed my opportunity I thought to to talk with him I I get completely liquored up and I'm wandering around in Lars's house and I'm like looking at he's got all these like William de Kooning's all these you know beautiful works of art authentic pieces of art hanging in his in his living room and all around his house and he's like comes up and he's all DeVito you're not you're not mingling. What the, you know, what the hell, man? Come on, you, let's party. You got to let, you got to relax. And I'm like, I'm looking at all this beautiful art. When are we going to have a time to talk? And he goes, oh, you're all business. And he, you anyway, know, he's, he's playing around. We're both hammered, but I'm getting, I'm like, I feel like I'm falling apart and I'm just like, you know what? Fuck this. I can't believe this. You know, you want me to relax and I, 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 I've got I'm I'm designing a logo for you and I'm feeling like it's a carrot being dangled and I you know I and I I was liquored up and it's not an excuse but I I just let it laid it all out and and I think he was just like you're too fucking serious and he he got up and walked away from me and that was it you know I figured okay that this is just this is just not it's not gonna happen yeah. Uh and I you know I, I was away from my wife or my my girlfriend at the time who became my wife. Uh anyway, it was uh, I I had pretty much okay. If the first one didn't stick, that one for sure he's going to remember. He'll wake up. Fuck Davido. He's not going to
0: work for us anymore.
1: <laughs> um you know, and time heals all wounds and eventually, you know, I you know, I got asked to do another couple fan clan, fan club shirts and
0: uh, but still. I could,
1: I could feel the distance and, yeah. you know, I got invited up to the polar uh, Molson polar beach party. I think they felt bad about how things were kind of going. And I had done a shirt for Donington. I got flown up to the Arctic uh, with Courtney love and the whole and all those people. And that was another old, uh expedition of, of silliness, but it was fun. Uh, I mean, and, and who the fuck am I to complain? I mean, I'm being flown to the Arctic circle to see Metallica. Yeah. Boo hoo. You didn't get to do the <laughs> logo. You know? Yeah. It's like, yeah. So, and I, I've been battling that. Like you're the luckiest bastard that complains about everything. <laughs> you know, it's like, fuck you, DeVito. And I, I, I always conflicted. I'm like, I'm being an asshole. I'm just going to stop talking. If the phone rings, great. You know, fine. I'll pick it up. I'll do whatever they ask. So, somewhere in there just kind of kept along going along the years. I think Jason kind of took pity on me uh, a little bit with, uh, you know, he's trying, he's, 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 he wants to do good. He, he's struggling with alcohol a little bit. Uh He obviously has, uh, you know, a bit of verbal diarrhea issues when it comes to, you know, conflict and when, when he's been, uh, uh, drunk and he thinks that you know should have been able to do a shirt or something anyway it, it it everything kind of devolved slowly but surely you know it just over time it just I was getting called less and less and and uh and then something happened that you know I probably took the wrong way and I had a conversation with management I'm not going to go into detail but it was pretty much me saying
0: yeah, yeah.
1: I'm not going to, I I don't want to do stuff for you if this is how it's going to be. And, and it was more of me just kind of like licking my own wounds. Like you're going to be able to say something sober for once to somebody that's going to really say, well, I'm sober now when I'm listening to you. So when you say this, it's, it is over, you know, that click, you know, (laughs) and it was like, okay, done. Um, And so, so a couple of years go back. And again, I mean, these these guys probably forget more, you know, during a cup of coffee in the morning than I do. It takes f- five, six years. I'm you know, my wife is also my therapist. Pretty much. <laughs> I, I I toss and turn and, and and just what the fuck was I thinking or, or you know, I would go over my head and all the while I'm still trying to become, you know, remain a fan and, and all that. And it was just. It just became, I mean, for lack of a better term, it became painful. I just, yeah. it was painful to go to these shows. It was painful not to be able to, to be invited backstage anymore. And yeah. I was like, yeah, well, but that's not what it was all about. But for me, that was a big part of being able to go back and talk with Lars, and maybe do some more. And I mean, it felt that was my connection. Yeah. That was my connection. And my connection, like physical connection to this, this entity was severed and mostly by my hand, but a little bit by theirs, and and that's just. It took years for me to go. That's just all there was. Uh, that's all there is to it, and there's nothing you can do about it. So move on. And uh, lucky for me, I I found a, a motorhead. Now <laughs> yeah, you know they adopted and- this redheaded stepchild, and and and, got him on board.
0: <laughs> and to come full circle. Um you yeah. found Motorhead, which is awesome. And obviously doing the motorcast is how is how we met. Um and um to come full circle, um, you were you were saying just before we started recording that um yes. you've you've been doing a little bit of work with Metallica again.
1: Yes. Yes,
0: yes. So yes, um do tell. Sure.
1: Well, again, like I tend to do. To rewind just a bit, just to get the the runway clear of all debris. During this time, like I said, you know the, the load, reload, and all that. I started forging a little bit more of a connection with with Jason Newsted, and since his departure from from Metallica, I had I saw some of the earlier concerts. He had asked me to listen to Echo Brain. I was messing around with their logo a little bit. He had done a project with these two young kids who played uh, blues guitar. And anyway, I would go see them. Uh, And I kept up my friendship slash working relationship with him. If he needed a little graphic here and there, you know, I'd help him out. I'd lay out some stuff for Papa Wheelie. And over the years, during those years of when he was out of the band, I had pretty much maybe had done one, two, couple things, uh, right up until my, my brilliant conversation with the management where I've severed ties. Uh, and it, even then I would get different calls from different managers to do, like I did a couple stage scrims for some tours, yeah. uh, and, and the likes. And, you know, I, I did a poster here or there, maybe one or two, just random things, no interaction with the band whatsoever, just here's some money, do this, done, done. Uh, but my relationship with Jason continued, and I would go over to his house, and, and you know, we'd talk about projects, and we were talking a little bit about this Newstead project, so I had done... Um, uh, uh, done some work for him doing the album packaging the logos I designed some t the t-shirts with him uh, to get these things done and really his uh, my relationship in with with Jason kind of flourished even though Metallica's had kind of diminished and and dropped off the map at least for personal it completely it was over yeah uh, as far as as that so I had continued along with uh, Jason and, uh, and then like like we talked about motorhead and it was always in the back of my head. You know, we, we, Jason and I would go to, we went to a show, we talk about, you know, some of the, some of the mental, uh, acrobatics one has to do to stay on top of this, you know, Metallica machine to kind of, you know, what's the psychology of it how does one recuperate from from life with metallica and so we kind of were talking to each other and it's like oh oh, okay this the you know these are these little tools to kind of help you get through uh you know how to navigate when when you don't have a person you can talk to on the other line you you don't want to listen to what's going on in your head but you gotta somehow meld your your assumptions with your what your gut instinct is and then come up with a solution that works for you anyway um so fast forward to pretty much today was like you know i jason has been pulled in to do um the the 40th uh the 30th anniversary of the black album and that's pretty much where his and my friendship started you know at that yeah. point and and like i said we've been working together so all these things are coming back into the, into our, in our periphery, as far as like, he would reminisce about the black album. And then I started reminiscing about some of the, some of the, you know, experiences that I had from my perspective of being invited to these things. Yeah. Uh, and I just got this overwhelming sense of like, it's 30 years, Mark, get over yourself and, and just reach out, you know, just hey and I literally sat down at the computer and I had not the last time I talked to the, this manager, uh, at, at, at their management, um, was 15 years ago where I pretty much was like, you know, it, it was mutual departure yeah. of ways. Uh, and I just put an email together. I said, look, it's, it's the 30th anniversary, uh, the 40th anniversary for the band. I, I, you know, are there any roads leading back to Metallica? I got to email you at least once every 10 years. Sorry for this late one. And, and send it off and into the ether expecting nothing. Yeah. And uh, about a week later, I get an email back. Mark, sorry, must've missed this one. Meaning to get back to you. Yeah. Love to work with you. Send some stuff. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm like, okay, so I start plotting and planning and I put a couple ideas together for some logos and I sent it and uh, we had some back and forth like we normally had in the past, rarely on the phone with each other, always via email uh, before, uh, uh, earlier on, it was some phone calls, but um, but yeah, we it, it picked up pretty much where we left off and I, I know the the tempo I had remembered without taking it personally, that you know, it takes a while to get back to you. And, and yeah. there are a lot of people involved and, and you're just one small part, Mark, wait your turn. And and, 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 and anyway. you're,
0: and you're right at the end of one of those chains of people. Aren't you? It's exactly. Like so like you hand it in, it's going to go all the way along that chain. Then it's going to go all the way back down that chain. And so yeah, it's exactly. like, yeah, yeah.
1: So, but uh, now I know the now I know the playing field, and it's ingrained uh, as far as like, all right, let's put this to test. How how, how much have you grown, Devito? How w- where are you at? How, how long is it going to take for somebody to set you off? Well, I'm five years sober, so it ain't going to be me standing on a folding chair anytime soon. <laughs> My knees won't hold out, sober or otherwise. So anyway, um, and and sure is as anything you know everything kind of fed into place and i wound up designing a logo you know taking their old logo and messing with it and got a 40th logo and then he's like what do you got for merchandise so i oh
0: hang hang on hang on hang on so are you saying (laughs) i think i heard this right are you saying that you designed the 40th anniversary metallica logo
1: I I designed a logo that will be used for the 40th anniversary, as far as I'm told. I mean, I haven't seen anything in print yet. (laughs) Necessarily, the invoice has not been paid yet. (laughs) But I did get a thumbs up from their management on on that. The merchandise, I did get approved. I designed, uh, I I drew, I don't want to blow the secret or surprise, but I drew a 40th anniversary it's going to be sold at the 17th and 19th shows in december
0: okay cool
1: and uh and you're oh, gonna
0: and, and you're gonna send me you're gonna send me a shirt
1: and you're a medium right
0: <laughs> i am yes. large
1: no you're i'm medium? medium i'm medium thank you okay yeah we're mediums so yeah i've already i'm gonna go pick up my my mer- yes <laughs> awesome okay so they're gonna, it and it wasn't the only. I thought it was just gonna be a T-shirt. They're gonna do a hoodie, a
0: long and a T-shirt. Yeah. Wow.
1: So I'm
0: pretty stoked on that. Um, and uh, you know, I, I I so want to I so want to ask you about I I so want to ask you about the business on that. Can I can I be can I be rude? I, and by the way, sure. if if you can't answer, you can't. Answer, that's fine. Um, when it's a merch design, is it a design and they pay an invoice for the design and that's it? Or do you, or are you in a position to say, Oh, can I have like one fifth of half a percent? Um, I,
1: I mean in the world of contracts, yes, you could. I've never been a royalty person. And for this reason alone, uh, a very wise entrepreneur that I know that, uh, design merch, uh, told me unless you're (laughs) pusshead, yeah 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 that where you are talking about you know hundreds of thousands of dollars um where you can afford to pay a lawyer to look at their books every you know and chase down uh, you know quantities i mean you spend so much time you know what it's like number one i'm not in this to to change my life Style. I style I'm very happy where I'm at I can make a little money doing doing what I love doing and I don't need for more of that uh, so to speak so I mean I I I don't I, I had a, a, a baby clothing company I started back when my son was born called metal babies I there were people knocking off my stuff right and left you know this as, as, yeah. as someone that owns and runs a band yeah are you going to chase some guy with a thousand dollar lawyer for some bootlegs that he made a hundred bucks off of? Yeah.
0: But, uh, but Probably also, not. but but also I I see where you're going with the, unless you're puss head, there's the other side of it as well, which is, do you know what, dude, as much as your design might be really cool, people are buying it because it's a fucking Metallica shirt.
1: Right. Exactly. And there's, yeah. and there's that too. And that yeah. was explained to me back in the day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But I, I, I felt I had the, the. We agreed to disagree, so let's just say that on that one. But I wasn't looking. Yeah, royalties have never been my my shake. So I mean, okay, uh, cool, I, cool. I get paid a fair amount. Uh, I'm certainly, yeah. you know, it it it's not a huge amount of money, and it's not a small amount of money. So it, it's a, it's enough. It's fair, and I feel great about it. I'm more yeah. excited that I actually got to do yet again, another design for, for this, this band.
0: Uh, this, that, is, this is fucking awesome, this dude. Shoot. This is yeah, awesome. I it's like great. 40th anniversary. We're all still here. Yeah. We're yeah. all still breathing without, with the exception of Cliff, obviously. But, you know, it, to, to make it all that way with the band, I think it's really cool, A, that you reached out and B, that they, that they were like, you know, someone in the Metallica organization has gone, yeah, this makes more than fucking sense. Yeah, yeah.
1: let's I mean, let's
0: get DeVito to do the forty, do a 40th yeah. anniversary logo. That's kind of like, yeah, you know, that's bringing it all back round. It's just, you know.
1: Well, I—I I mean, I, I doubt anybody shouted out that phrase. Uh,
0: yeah, but you—you yeah, you cannot you, prove, which is nice. Yeah, but you cannot prove that that did not happen. <laughs> it's just your—it's just your ego preventing you from allowing you to even consider that as a possibility, which is this lovely. I—I I admire okay. that. I admire, But that's that is cool, man. That is. So I crazy.
1: can almost guarantee the phrase. Oh God, he's—he's he's emailing again. <laughs> What was uh, must have been uttered? Uh, whether it was followed by "Yeah, of course, we got to get him." But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so it, it, it makes. And I, I, I it, so Jason and I had talked about you know the experiences that we he had on stage during all that stuff. I had expressed my recollections of you know being in the snake pit and 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 being treated to these 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 shows and seeing a lot of this stuff and being around and uh and that those experiences so it kind of tied everything together it was like a full circle kind of yeah. yeah it's like if that's the last thing i ever do for this band if i could go out on a high note instead of on a high chair <laughs> then i i feel like i i've done okay for myself you know nicely could, done could, sir nicely done I, I could check that off my bucket list it's like make up for 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 whatever this uh disagreements that happened in the past so 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 those
0: feelings so those feelings that 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 you're having those 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 uh, and i don't i don't say this in a in a demeaning way but those warm and fuzzy feelings that you that that you're having being being kind of involved in the camp again i guess that's like times 50 for jason as well being kind of like almost like being brought back into the fold and going, dude, oh. you do the unboxing video. You do it. You know, so exactly.
1: Cool. So exactly. Cool. And that's, and that's funny too, because I like, we we're talking about egos. I can never put myself anywhere near in those same categories, but the perspective, once you get to a certain age and you find yourself on the phone with your, with somebody that's, I mean, is it, Jason is a genuinely decent person. Yeah. And, and I, I, I was lucky enough to be able to have a conversation with him about that. I said, do you realize how many fans absolutely went apeshit over how thoughtfully you went through that box? You yeah. opened this box, not as like, oh, I'm going to be making X amount of royalties off of this release. Yeah. It was like, I, I was there. This, oh, this was cool. You know. And and the fans recognize that he reached the fans throughout all that stuff, and I, I just and to be able to be on the phone with uh, with him and be able to talk to him about that, say you do know that, right? And he goes, "Oh yeah, I heard people like." I was like, <laughs> uh, it, "It was a little bigger than that, but okay, yeah. you know, you yeah, like, you oh. stay you, I stay me, we good, you know." it's yeah, yeah. It, but uh, he, he, he it was it was it felt really full circle and I think, and I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I'm, I would assume it was, exp- it was a special moment for him to be able to do that by the way he handled that uh, unboxing and, and, uh, listening to the, the interviews that he's, he's done and hopefully coming to a theater near you. Uh, so, uh, you know, yeah. he, he's definitely expressing uh, this this like yeah, no one can take that away. You know, whatever's happened since or before means nothing. This was marked in time. This was one of the biggest selling records. of, you know, yeah, I got one of the fucking plaques on my wall. They sent me wow uh, from that, which I, that was another mind blower. You know, the, after that album, you know, they'd, they'd done their three year run. They sent me this plaque. And I'm just like. Like I said, I'm a 20 uh, 15 year old trapped in the body of a 27 year old. Well, to have, uh, have that shipped into onto a doorstep, and and it's like, what the fuck? It says metallic on it. What? And I'm, you know, uh, that's a mind blower.
0: Yeah. Um, and the thing and it, it, the thing is as well is that it's it, it, I mean to as far as Jason goes. There is, uh, there is nothing but love and respect for that dude um, throughout throughout the metal community. A, oh, yeah. um, the way he handled leaving the band. B, how he comes across in um, some kind of monster. Yep. Yeah. Um. He he is never. Um. He's never spoken ill of the band. He's you know he's he's always been positive. Um, yeah. Uh, it, then going out and doing his Newstead thing, almost like, you know, from like the ground up again yeah. and Ev, and his stint in Voivod and on all of these, absolutely, all of these things, people, you know, you know, metal aficionados, of which I would consider myself one, yes. have nothing but admiration for the man, for the way he's conducted himself um, oh, through, through, throughout everything and um and do you know what though the only problem that i have with jason i suspect is a problem that most people would have with him is that we don't see enough of him and we don't hear and we don't hear enough of him um that's yeah you know and uh, he's I, working hard to change that he really is
1: i mean he's 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 been i mean as i mean you mentioned boy bod, i i I went to the studio and I I, I painted some Voivod uh, graphics on their ba- on his bass cab, uh, and then uh, he went on on the Ozfest tour doing double duty, and I got to hang out with him a little bit at that when I was doing Metal Babies, uh, but uh, you know he's continue- he's still doing music. He does it very he's very local centric. And he's very involved where he's at in, in Florida right now with uh, a lot of uh, benefit work for, for the local art community and schools uh, as well as up in New York. He's doing that now. Uh, He's, I mean, he's making music every day. I mean, he's recording, he's playing, he's got friends and, and, and co-musicians all over the place. He's, he's, I keep telling him. I said, "You're gonna, your, 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 your next album is gonna be a box set, and it's gonna be cross genre. It's gonna make everybody <laughs> nuts." But you gotta put stuff. And he's got plans. He's got plans. He's got plans uh, for all of it. He's. I call him cool. like the, he's the Stevie Wonder of of metal. He's got all sorts of stuff up his sleeve, and hopefully, um, you know, the more. Well,
0: there's there's something that, something that he said on um, on on some kind of monster that that has stuck with me from the minute he said it, and it's and it's 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 kind of been it's always been buzzing around in my head, and, and to this day it still does. Yeah. Um, which which is when when he basically says, look, you know, if 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 there's no Metallica, and and those guys all want to hang with their family, that's fine. I get that, but music is my family. This is what I do, you know? And so if if I can't do this, then I can't exist. So, and, and I, as a 51 year old man who is single, has never been married and never had children, you know, my, my children are the, are the band, are the podcaster. My is yeah. doing is doing stand up. It's doing my spoken word shows. They're, yeah, yeah. they're they're you know they're my children. They're what I will leave behind. I'm not going to be sure. leaving, you know, I'm not going to be leaving any kids behind. But I'm going to be leaving my inverted commas art, yeah, and, absolutely. And, and so I completely understand that perspective. Yeah, um, and he,
1: and he's true to form. He he is working on music all the time and it's different music some days and some days it's the stuff that you know certain people just i mean that that whole newstead uh era i mean I, i'll let him do the speaking for it but uh, there there's I'm, there's more out there and awesome. and i'm hoping one day but awesome. you know right time with him he is master and commander of how he puts stuff out and he's very yeah. cautious and careful. And I'm sure he'll go into detail on that too, uh, which is brilliant. Uh, and I'm really, uh, yeah. So yeah, well, look, he, Mark. that, that is it. And I'm giving up the ghost here. Sorry.
0: Well, no, Mark, Mark, I was going to say, look, that, that is an, is, is a great place to, um, to, to finish up. I mean, I, I, I can't thank you enough um, for those, for those of you listening and, and watching um, i mean we're we 're coming up on you know not far off and um coming up to probably about two hours um, uh, um Sorry. but well if there's one thing we can do it's talk which is just as yeah. well because this is a fucking podcast
1: exactly <laughs> um, the extended but, um, dance mix version
0: yeah, yeah 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 but uh um i i, I can't thank you enough um and to oh, the, thank the, you the, the fact that we've like through all of our chats we you know we've talked about you know you 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 know, painting legacy's backdrop, and it's sticking to your mum's floor, oh, and yeah. and and then we and we finish, we finish with you, you know, designing a shirt and a a logo to be used for Metallica's 40th anniversary. It's a it's a beautiful thing. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. And thank you for for taking the time to, to, to get all these stories out for, for people that haven't heard this stuff and, um, and just giving us a window into those early days and, you know, and, 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 and working with a, you know, a huge act like Metallica and, uh, and being so honest and so open uh, and telling lo- lots of stories that don't necessarily leave you in a good light. Um, that's, um, that's I've really been ugly cool.
1: my whole life. <laughs> Less light is better, you know. <laughs> but AI, uh, hey, thank you for the opportunity, and oh, no, I uh, right. always enjoy right. our conversations. And and uh, like and I think Metallica said, "Honesty is my only excuse." So I mean, oh,
0: what a yeah. what a what a beautiful, beautiful, corny but beautiful, uh, very no, corny note. No, no, no to finish on. Thank you very much, Mark. Thank you so much. Thank you. And if you haven't enjoyed these chats we've been having, then I you know I don't know what to say um fascinating guy really great to talk to um he's lining up some awesome guests and uh, no pressure mark <laughs> so i'm hoping to get a few of those on the show and just just a really cool guy in general and somebody who's really at the heart of things um who can actually remember them as well that really does help um, there's a lot of people from that era that um just enjoyed things a little bit too much, but it was um, it was great. And s- such, such honesty as well um, uh, about, you know, getting kicked out of the, uh, the Metallica party and all the rest of it. But, um, yeah, absolutely love doing those. I hope you've enjoyed these over the Christmas and New Year period. Um, and please do let me know across social media. Join Patreon. I'm giving it all a rest. You know, it's Christmas, New Year. I'm just giving you something to listen to. I'm not going to batter you with the requests for signing up a Patreon and all the rest of it. As always, pleasure having you. Hope you all have a great year, and I will speak to you soon.